0: Welcome to the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery podcast series. I'm your host, Carla Medlenka. Our team creates each episode to help busy otolaryngologists, head and neck surgeons learn more about their exams, continuing certification, and the process and requirements of board certification. Today, we have two guests who will guide you through the CertLink dashboard. I'd like to welcome Dr. Brian Neusenbaum, our executive director, and Amar Preet, our continuing certification specialist. Thank you both for joining today.
1: Thank you. It's wonderful to be here today.
0: Thank you,
2: Carla. Um Happy to be here and do another podcast. Well, then let's get started
0: discussing the performance details on the CertLink dashboard and the changes that have been made this year based on feedback we've received from our diplomates. Amar, would you like to start the conversation with Dr. Newsenbaum? Yes,
2: absolutely. So Dr. Newsenbaum, why don't you walk us through a diplomat's dashboard and let us know what are the new changes that have been made um, to the CertLink
1: dashboard? Sure. Thanks, Amar. Um, uh, On everybody's CertLink dashboard, there are four columns. The second column is labeled your performance details. Uh, That is the area where a diplomate can track the total number of questions that they've attempted. And those are not only the primary questions, but also the clone repeat questions. And then Beneath that, uh, the diplomate will see the percent correct on primary questions only. So those are on the first attempt items, the percent correct. And below that is the uh, percent correct on clone questions only. So those are the questions that get uh, uh, repeat attempts six to 12 months later. A, A diplomate will receive a clone question either if they got the question incorrect the first time or got it correct but uh, answered a low level of confidence in their confidence rating on their response, simply because if somebody got a question correct, but with a low level of confidence, they may have gotten it correct simply by guessing. And so, um, so that will also trigger a clone question. We, we do report the percent correct on clones separately, because we'd like for the diplomates to see how much they're learning from being in the program. And we think that that's going to really dis, um, demonstrate the formative aspect of the program. Now, in the first uh, column, there's additional data uh, and it's labeled performance comparisons. The, the first comparison is how you as a diplomate um, are doing on your first attempt question compared to your peers. And that's not peers in the entire CertLink certainly program but that's compared to your peers that are in your specific module that you registered for, such as head and neck surgery or rhinology allergy or laryngology or general laryngology. So you could track your performance as compared to your peers real time. And those numbers will change because as you attempt and answer more items, your number will change there. But also as your peers in your module are doing questions throughout the year, that um, comparison number will will change. Now, one of the popular question we uh, have been asked during the past few years from our diplomates has been, well, it's great to see how I'm doing compared to my peers, but how am I doing related to where the board expects me to be? In other words, where the board is going to set a cut score. The, uh, the, the intent of CertLink is both formative and summative. There's a, a significant formative component, but at the end of uh, one's uh, certification cycle, there is a summative decision that ultimately needs to be made by the board about whether you as a diplomate are above the, the, uh, the standard, the cut score or, or not. And so based on a, a lot of feedback from our diplomates of, of um, you know, with those questions about well where do, where is the cut score going to be? The board has started calculating a data point called the performance goal. For each diplomate, once you reach your 160th item during your uh, cycle uh, before renewing your certification, your 160th item, that's when the board will be able to make a calculation about whether you are above the cut score or not. And um, all diplomates are going to be receiving a um, a somewhat different cohort of 160 questions just based on when you enter the program and also what questions are available that you have not answered yet in terms of what's been uploaded that year so um, so each diplomate when they reach their 160th question will be able the board will be able to tell you if you are above the cut score or not but the performance goal is an approximation to where the board anticipates your Cut score to be, and we can't guarantee that's going to be your cut score, but it's a the board feels that that's an approximation to where the cut score would be, and and we calculate that um, uh, that number based on the items that are available that you uh, to for you to have answered to that point in time, and the performance goal is a is a metric that gets updated annually. Based on the the questions in the pool that you you that you could be delivered to you, in addition to the newly introduced questions for that um, subsequent year.
2: Thank you so much for the great explanation, Dr. Newsom. I think uh, you covered all the performance comparisons and the percentage numbers on the dashboard uh, very well. I want to touch based on the timeline that's at the bottom of the certling dashboard. I get a lot of questions from diplomates about what that timeline is and they tend to compare it with their own progress. So this is something that I've uh, always told diplomates that the timeline that we see at the bottom of the, of the Certling dashboard is the overall progress of each quarter as Certling is progressing in a given year that has nothing to do with the diplomates' progress. It's just a general timeline of the yearly program as once it launches and then we move on to the next quarter and then as we progress to the end of each quarter and then the end of the year. So Dr. Nislam, would you like to add something to that?
1: Thanks for that description, Amar. Uh, I just wanted to uh, describe a few more details um, about the timeline and During the pilot, we did have uh, quarterly deadlines that the items reset at the end of each quarter. But with the program that's been introduced to all of our diplomates in 2021, uh, the the quarterly deadlines are more soft deadlines. In other words, questions allocated to the diplomate are all allocated at the beginning of the year, one quarter of 25%. Of, of what's allocated becomes available each subsequent quarter throughout the year. And while we'd like that for our diplomates to do the questions quarterly in a longitudinal manner, um, whatever questions you do not complete or attempt in, in a quarter do roll forward to become available in the, sub, in the subsequent quarter. And that, that continues forward until the fourth quarter with the caveat that all questions allocated um, do become available in the fourth quarter, particularly ones that you have not attempted earlier in the year, and um, but after the last day of the last quarter, which is usually the um, we usually don't do at the end of December, uh, respecting the holiday season, usually quarter four ends the middle of January of the next year. the the next day, those questions that were allocated to you from the entirety of the previous year that were not attempted become unavailable after that last day of quarter four. And at that point, that's when those questions get counted as skipped questions. Now, if you look at the third column on the dashboard, that's the column of skipped questions. And that's where um, you could track your participation in the program and meeting the participation requirements, all diplomates are allowed a certain maximum items that they can skip. And once again, skip means not attempted by the end of the year in which the questions were allocated to you. And so you could see in the dashboard the maximum allowable skip questions. You could also see the number of questions you've skipped and the skipped questions remaining. So that is a way for you to track your participation in the program to ensure that you are um, uh, compliant with the participation requirements. And you you cannot go over the number of skipped questions allowed. A frequent question that diplomates ask uh, is related to the language used of quote-unquote skipped questions. So as I described, the, the skipped questions are tracking the number of questions that are allocated to you as a diplomate to attempt during the year that you do not attempt by the end of quarter four. And so um, so those are what's called skip questions. The skip questions are not questions that if you open up and you don't know the answer to that, you could not attempt and, and you could quote unquote, skip them. That's, that's actually not allowed by the program. As soon as you open an item to answer it, you do need to provide an answer to the question. So why don't we move on, Amar, if you uh, wouldn't mind uh, explaining the last uh, column that's labeled quarterly progress on the dashboard.
2: Yes, thank you, Dr. Newsome. And uh, that was a great explanation about skip questions. And if diplomates, if, if any of our diplomates have more questions, they can always call us and email me um, for any further questions about the skip questions. Uh, But talking about the quarterly progress, I really want to encourage all our diplomates to focus on the number on that last column. As soon as uh, any diplomat completes full 40 questions in a given year, that number should say 100%. I know a lot of our diplomates, uh, they pay attention to the gold star or the green dot on the ABOHNS profile. Uh, that it'll automatically change once you do the questions, but that is something manual that we do on the back end. But I really encourage, and I want to emphasize the hundred percent number on the last column on the CertLink dashboard, which is very important. That that number will automatically change once you have completed all forty questions at the end of the assessment period so uh, if that that's something that you need to pay attention to and not the gold star on the abohns account that will also update but that's something manual again um, so the quarterly progress on the certling dashboard is very important
1: but if if questions from prior quarters had rolled forward that's related to all the questions available to you, for you to answer that that quarter because I think that's where the confusion might be. Is that like, Probably. if you don't do any questions in quarter one, for you to be 100% in quarter two, you need to be caught up with the questions from quarter one and quarter two. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, yes. so maybe to say that 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 reflects the, the, the your progress of all the questions available to you to that point. You could say, as described, the questions roll forward. So if you if, if you did all your questions every quarter, that would be based on the question, the new questions available that quarter. But if you skipped, if you if you did not attempt questions from a prior quarter that rolled forward, that progress will include all the items available to date for that quarter. That's ending uh, quarter that you're in.
2: Thank you for another great explanation, Dr. Newsombaum. I don't think so. I need to add anything further to this.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Newsombaum and Amar, for this great information and providing these details. Really appreciate it. Thank
2: you so much, Carla. It was again so much fun recording yet another great podcast.
0: We hope this conversation and the explanations have been informative. If you would like to learn more about Certlink or other ABO HNS certification topics, please check out other podcasts in the American Board of Otolaryngology at and Neck Surgery podcast series. Thanks for listening.